Welcome, everybody, to Till Death Do We Play, a podcast where marriage and video games are the perfect union. My name is Andy, and as always, I'm joined by my wife, Allie. Hi. Hello. Um, do I think we got a pretty good episode, Allie. What do you think? We got, we, I, I, mean, I think we got a good I usually one think our episodes are good. <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. We got some good stuff we're going to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm biased, but uh, you know, usually I like to think they're pretty good. Yeah, and we're also recording this on Sunday afternoon instead of Saturday night, so we might have some uh, some cars and some kids screaming outside right now. I just heard that. That scared me. <laughs> like, oh, the maybe Andy, it's Pennywise. Oh, Andy and Allie are recording their podcast. Better scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Time to make sure my lungs are still yeah. fully functioning. And whew. yeah, I guess so. Anyways, let's just jump right into it. There's going to be some distractions, but we're going to handle it like professionals. Xbox We're professionals. Yes, we are. Huh. Got to act like the boss if you want to be the boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, Xbox. They made a big purchase last week. They bought. They did. Yeah, they bought Zenimax. For $7.5 billion. That's more than what Disney acquired Marvel for. That's more than what Disney acquired Lucasfilms for. Let me double check that on Marvel. Because I know Lucasfilms was only like $4 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Disney bought Lucasfilms for $4 billion and Marvel for $4 billion. So Microsoft almost just dropped both of like the equivalent of that on, on ZeniMax. Um let Maybe me. they should have had Disney handle their whole negotiation. Might have been able to get it down to four bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty crazy because ZeniMax is the parent company of a bunch of other studios. So with the purchase of ZeniMax, Microsoft acquired the rights to Arcane Studios, Bethesda, which is the biggest one. You got id Software, just to name a few. They're making games like Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls. Fallout, Doom, oh my god, what else? Um, Prey. And what more do you need? Like that's just just to name a few. So a lot of people are heated over this. Mainly people who are uh, in in Sony's Sony's corner, because what this means is that it's it's kind of it's it's obviously a win win for Microsoft, right? Because they're getting access to all these games. They can make these games Xbox exclusive if they really wanted to. But um, if they put them out on other consoles, which uh, I, I believe they released in a statement saying that um, console exclusivity will become on a will be on a case by case basis. Say they mm-hmm. put the next Elder Scrolls on on PS5. Every sale that happens on PS5, a little bit of that money is going back into Microsoft's pocket, which is oh. crazy. Yeah, I mean we we I'm- saw this already with with like um, Minecraft, right? They bought Mojang a couple years ago for $2.5 billion. Um, yeah. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say that kind of sounds like uh, how Microsoft had to use the Blu-ray technology that Sony had developed. I, I was honest. I was thinking the same thing, and it's just kind of like Microsoft is just getting back at them right now. Like, we had to pay you for Blu-ray. You're going to pay us for as many things as we could get. <laughs> I don't know. This like studio acquisition that Microsoft has been doing in the last couple of years is just nuts. Like they've been buying up studios left and right. I remember a couple of years ago at E3 when they were really pushing Game Pass and they announced I, I don't know if it was like E3 2019 or 2018, but 
they just came out and they were like, boom, here's like seven or ten new studios that we own now. And you're going to get all these games day one on Game Pass. Something something I see a lot um, from people who aren't familiar with Game Pass is they're still unaware that all of these games come out day one. I see a lot mm-hmm. of I see a lot of people who are like they're saying stuff like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're only going to get the games on Game Pass after they've been out for six months and things like that. It's like, no, you you have to understand this is like this service is crazy. I'm not trying to suckle on the teat here, but it's like it's by far the best deal in gaming. And it's really cool seeing Microsoft put this money back into just trying to make it this this giant, you know? Yeah, I know even when I go on Twitter, whenever Sony and Microsoft come up, as more specifically Game Pass in regards to those two, there's always a few comments where they're just like, Game Pass is a joke because there's no new games on it. And it's like, I'm not entirely sure what you're referring to because there's a lot of new games on there. Like like you said, for Xbox's uh personal uh studios that they own whatever games they make they're available day one on game pass yeah but also even third-party developers are having their games added on there like uh, i know red dead redemption 2 was actually removed i think about a month or so ago but that was on there for at least a a few good months to get people into it. And also, when a game is on Game Pass, if you buy it while it's on there, I believe it's 20% off. Yeah, yeah. If you, because um, obviously games on Game Pass aren't going to be there forever unless it's a Microsoft first party game, which is going to be from any of the studios that they own. Um, the game could get taken off anytime, but while it's on Game Pass, you could you could play it for just the price of your subscription and if you like it you could buy it for for good for um for 20% off and it's pretty cool because like if you really like a game they tell you every month like what games are leaving soon so it's like oh if you really like this game it's not going to be on the service anymore but you still have like a month or so to uh to make that purchase so yeah it's really really well thought out um, yeah, I know. Actually, it's kind of funny that they just bought Zenimax, and you mentioned Dishonored, uh, and yeah, no, just Dishonored. I actually got back into playing Dishonored too, and that is being removed October first, I believe, or September thirtieth. I was like, oh no, that's crazy. But it, I'm assuming it's going to be back then. It because- absolutely is. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, the like like Doom, the 2016 uh, Doom was on Game Pass and it was taken off. This was probably like a year ago. Um, but it'll absolutely be back. And they actually announced that Doom Eternal, which only came out probably six months ago, um, is going to be on uh, Game Pass as well, coming October 1st. So they're, yeah, and and with this acu- acquisition, um, I don't see Doom Eternal being removed from Game Pass anytime soon. I mean, we still see Gears of War, all the like all the Xbox One versions of Gears of War are on Game Pass still. You know, all of these first-party titles, they're on there to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I just looked it up, and uh, 23 studios Microsoft owns. Um, wow. Yeah, last year they passed Sony, because Sony owns 14 studios. And now, with this actual acquisition, um, they they bumped up to 23. 
So all of those, all every game that those studios own, people are going to be able to play day one. It's cr- it's crazy. But um, I feel like part of it almost continues that whole idea where it's like Sony is quality and Microsoft is quantity when it comes to the broad spectrum of things because oh, yeah. of course Microsoft has good games but I know not every single one of their games is a knock it out of the ballpark hit the way Sony's were Absolutely. within the last few years yeah definitely like I when you when you look at games individually I haven't been blown away by a Microsoft Studio game the way I have with Sony so it's like you're getting so many different options in a great deal with Microsoft but wow playing Ghost of Tsushima last of us two um even i started horizon you know that's that's one of the games that i want to get back into playing like those are god of war yeah god of war like those games are just absolute experiences you know and and i can't really think of anything off the top of my head that i played from xbox recently um that was like that you know like to that level um so yeah we're not we're not just digging at at sony here we definitely like we really enjoy games from all platforms. It's just right now, this is what's in the news and worth talking about and everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, what kind of uh, in a in a uh, hypothetical world, is there any kind of publisher that you you would like to see <laughs> Xbox buy next, <laughs> so you could get their games for for essentially free? Bioware. Bioware, that's cool. Well, um, Bioware is owned by EA, correct? Absolutely hate EA. Yeah. So, so um, that's another thing that I don't think we talked about in a previous podcast is that all of EA Access games are coming to uh, Game Pass as well. So they're they're going to be coming in. I think the holiday season. So we're going to get like all of the Mass Effects and everything. But I'm not sure what that means. They definitely didn't get acquired by. Um, they didn't get acquired by Microsoft. They're just kind of God, partnering I wish up. They were. Yeah, so I don't know how EA Access works. Like if they like say that there's there's like heavy rumors about a Mass Effect trilogy remaster going on, like like to the point where there's been listings on websites and things. Um, so it's probably definitely going to happen. But I don't know with EA Access, I don't know if they put their their titles on their day one, which would transfer over to Game Pass. I'm I'm not too sure about that. I think it's on a case by case basis. Yeah. But yeah, any publisher for the most part that EA purchases, they have a really bad track record of just absolutely destroying them after they're purchased yeah. and then just getting rid of them entirely. That's what happened to uh oh my god, start with a V made Dead Space. Uh, I, God, I want to say volition, but that's. That, I feel like that's correct. I I know that they made Sandro. I don't think they're the same people who make Dead Space. Um, Let me see. Um, vis- Visceral Games. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, Visceral Games was uh the one that EA had purchased. They did Dead Space, phenomenal. Dead Space Two, not bad. Dead Space 3, oof. Yeah. And it looks like they haven't had a game since 2013. So they just, they they fizzled, they fizzled out? Uh, they were defunct October 17th, 2017. They are now called 
EA Vancouver, also known as EA Burnaby, formerly EA Canada. Oh, Jesus. Got to get that EA in there. I absolutely hate them. I still can't lie about that. I can't stand EA. Like, literally, I... Let me quickly see when Bioware was acquired by EA. Let me see real quick, because I need to see when the downfall began. Uh, okay. So it looks like they were purchased in 2015, from what I am seeing. Yes, as of February 2015, Electronic Arts' largest acquisition is the purchase of VG Holding Corporation, the then owner of video game developers BioWare and Pandemic Studios. So in 2015 was when BioWare was purchased, and Andromeda and Anthem is all I am going to say. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anthem, like, I never got it. I never... I never really got into any of those games but yeah what a what a dumpster fire andromeda was absolute trash and anthem was no better between the two i feel like andromeda hurt me more but at least it like prepared me for what anthem was definitely dishing out like they honestly couldn't have disappointed me any more than i was expecting to be disappointed that was their attempt at like a destiny style game which is, you don't really see that too often. I mean, most recently you've seen it with Marvel's, Marvel's Avengers, and that seems like a pretty hard hard genre to pull off, but I don't know. I don't know. I it, feel like it's basically an MMO when it comes down to it. Yeah. Just, but I don't know. To, I, don't I, know. I don't like it. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that BioWare specialized in, so I feel like it was a stupid move on their part. Mm-hmm. Granted, um, you should try new things, but I mean... If you're great at making single-player games, you know? Yeah, like, work with people's strengths. Don't try to make them go out of the box as, you know, their way of proving themselves if they've been doing absolute trash already. Yeah. So, um, getting back to Game Pass a little bit, you you mentioned something before we started recording, and uh, maybe you could expand on it a little bit, was um, how how Game Pass could kind of seem like a little oversaturated a little bit like in your your you had some thoughts on it i thought it'd be pretty interesting so yeah when it comes to game pass i absolutely adore it i think it's a great thing for consumers and indie developers um i can't really speak for the bigger studios because i don't really know how game pass works for them as far as the money breakup goes But it's great knowing that I have so many different options. But with that being said, I find myself downloading more games than I'm actually playing or beating. Yeah. I Like right now, because I have it for PC and Xbox, I downloaded Pillars of Eternity, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Dishonored 2, Subnautica, and... Out of those, I've been playing Dishonored 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Just looking at my Game Pass on PC right now, I have Grounded, Deliver Us the Moon, Spirit Fair, Long Dark, Plague Tale, uh, tons of other games. And I've really only played Spirit Fair so far. But like, I'm, I, you know, I see these games. I'm like, holy crap, I could just play them whenever I want. I get excited. And I had, I think the worst case of that happened with Microsoft Flight Simulator because like, 
I saw everything, all the hype with it, and I was like, holy crap, it's on Game Pass. I could play it day one. I was like, oh, I can't just play this with mouse and keyboard. I got I to gotta go all out. Went out and bought a freaking $80 pair of flight sticks, tried playing it, and I was like, oh, I, I don't really like this. You know, like it's way too <laughs> it's complicated. Flight simulator. So I had a free game, but I ended up paying $80 for the game. Um, and now I'm trying to sell my, my flight sticks. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a little overbearing at times. They're giving us, they're giving us too much power. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a, I just an interesting like way to look at it, you know? Yeah. I definitely like it more than I liked Sony's whole two free games thing that I believe you said Microsoft also does with their games for gold. Oh yeah, um, that was yeah. Games with gold. Um, that's several years old now. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember who did it first, but that's been that's been a and you you still get that. That actually gets put over to the wayside a little bit, but they still release games every month, so it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like, I just remember for from Sony's perspective, they were giving crap games. Like, oh my god, they were just boring after. Oh yeah, it was. Um. Microsoft's not that different. Like that's, I think that's a why a lot of people don't really talk about games of gold anymore because it's really just secondhand games. Um, I yeah, don't, I, I don't think I've played a games with gold in a long time. Yeah, yeah, they're just here's some freebies. You don't really get anything good for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I know from Sony's perspective because they're going to be doing their own version of Game Pass where. Microsoft is giving their first party games away day one. Sony said they're definitely not doing that because they don't see how they can make money off of it because they make big blockbuster games after all. And I don't know. I I can't really voice an opinion. I don't see their figures, but I kind of am wondering if their Game Pass games are going to be similar to their monthly free games where they're going to be crap. I mean, uh, yeah, I I could see it, and you know they're saying that something struck out to me when when uh, Sony said that was that they don't see it being sustainable, and you know Xbox came out and said that they just passed 15 million Game Pass Ultimate subscribers or Game Pass subscribers, say were you know. Say say it's even just Game Pass, because you could get Game Pass for $10 a month, but Game Pass Ultimate comes with both versions of Game Pass plus Xbox Gold. So say we're even doing the $10 a month times 15 million. You know, that's still a crazy profit every month. Every every single month, that's $150 million. You know, um, mm-hmm. times but that by 12, sustainable. it's... it's uh, $1.8 billion every single month. So it's like, remember a couple years ago when... Gaming, like, I mean, gaming's always been pretty big, but I, I always remember when we were in high school in, like, the mid-2010s and stuff, not not 2010s, but mid-2000s, um, you know, everyone's saying, like, gaming's a billion-dollar industry. It's like, well, now Game Pass is a billion-dollar industry. So it's just crazy seeing that that jump there, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. apparently it's not sustainable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh. I just find that to be such a false statement, like a blatantly false statement. Because, I mean, I know you need money in order to make games. 
But even these people who are buying games, or not buying games, but are playing games on Game Pass, it's not like they're not still buying games. I mean, there's still collector's editions as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah, definitely. Um, no, yeah, that's like, I always see it a little weird when I'm walking through a store or something like that, and I see a game that's out on Game Pass, and I see a physical version of it. I'm like, why would why would someone buy this? But then I remember, it's like, oh, yeah, there's still tons of people who would still, who just don't have Game Pass and, and still buy physical games. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what's up on on Game Pass. Huge acquisition. Looking forward to those games. Uh, I'm gonna be interested. I've been I've been really wanting to play Skyrim again, but I only have it on the 360. And part of me has been wanting to buy it on the Switch, so I could play it like in tablet mode. I don't know, but um, I'm probably gonna probably gonna play a little bit of that when it comes out. I'm definitely gonna play Doom Eternal because I I didn't get it. I held out because um, it took. I I think I played. I mean, I just beat 2016 Doom earlier this year. Um, so I, I knew, like, I was, like, fresh off of Doom. I didn't want to go into another Doom. I was going to wait till it dropped a little bit, and now it's just going to be on Game Pass. So I'm definitely going to be playing that probably next week. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. But, yeah, that's about enough Game Pass talk. Uh, let's move on to our next topic, which is also Xbox-related. We have a lot of Xbox going on this week. Um, yeah, uh, pre-orders went up for the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, and who would have guessed they were incredibly hard to buy? Um, just like PS4, just like PS5. What? One version was really hard to buy, but if you got that Xbox One X, you didn't have any problems suspiciously. Yeah. It was also, (laughs) if you went through Amazon, you were going to get it in two days if you had Prime. So who, uh, no red flags there. And apparently, um, Xbox sales went up seven or Xbox one X sales went up 700% on pre-order day. So Microsoft didn't, I didn't see Microsoft announce this at all. Uh, I don't know where people got the, the, uh, statistics from. I'm sure there's sites that, that show that kind of stuff, but like it broke pretty fast. I... I'm a little uh, in indifferent about Microsoft's uh, uh, response to this because they didn't they didn't put anything out saying hey we saw a crazy increase on on Xbox One X's today you know make sure you're buying the right console nothing like that so there's going to be a ton of people who are upset <laughs> I mean and apparently they're they're. I definitely see these people who bought this not being the people who were who wanted to pre-order a, a, a Series X. You know, this these are parents trying to get this for their kids. So it's going to be a lot. Well, this of- is the exact thing that I said before, where I can't understand how not a single person at Xbox thought, you know what, our naming convention is stupid. Yeah. No, it's getting more and more apparent as as time goes on that wow that naming is just a mess like holy crap just whoever they have in charge of that whole naming department should be fired yeah <laughs> not even yeah dude just do xbox 2 xbox 3 people like i see some people making jokes about sony and stuff like it's the count from Sesame Street who names all the PS 
the PlayStations. But it works for them. But the beauty them. about it, it, it works. Yeah. The only That's problem, the whole purpose. Yeah, the only problem I see Sony potentially having this year is people buying the discless version compared to the one that has a disc tray. Not, you know, buying a console that's, you know, completely outdated at this point. Um, they're going to, yeah, they're going to, it's definitely going to be some up, upset kids this year. Um, From a marketing perspective, Xbox is like the stupid kid mm -hmm. when it comes right down to it. Like, yeah, he's wonderful. He's friendly. He makes you laugh, but he's dumb as a bag of bricks. Yeah. He uh, like Xbox one X Xbox one S Xbox series, series X. X Xbox series S. Try saying that to someone <laughs> on the phone. Hi, I'd like to order the Xbox Series S. Did you say X or S, ma'am? X. What? Yeah. And you know what's so messed up is that if you if you look up Xbox One X, like the one I'm I'm looking right now, the One S is available on GameStop for three hundred dollars. That's the same price as the Series S. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy that they haven't adjusted those prices yet. They're really going to wait until these things are in, in like, uh, maybe not low enough demand, but they have enough, they have enough product, you know, where they could, they could cut that price down. But it's just crazy. I'm seeing Walmart, the Xbox One X is still $500. Like, I paid $500 for this thing. The next generation up is going to cost exactly the same. This console has not been cut yet. It's absolutely And that's probably nuts. why people are so confused. Oh, yeah. little Jimmy wants this. He says it's $500. All right, well, this one's $500. I'll buy this one. Because unless you're keeping up with gaming news, which most people don't, the vast majority of people don't really care, but those are also the people that you still want to get your product out to they're just seeing, oh, it says it's available right here. Or even if it's not saying it's available, unless you're constantly ordering items that say pre-order, yeah, this looks legit. Yep. Click. Next thing you know, you have the current gen console and little Jimmy's mad at you because you ruined his Christmas. <laughs> um, that's a very similar thing to what happened to Nintendo a couple years ago with the Wii U. They really wanted to push that. This was a brand new console. Everyone who bought a Wii unbelievable amount of people because the Wii was like a revolutionary gaming system at the time. It it crushed records and everything. People saw the Wii U and they thought it was the same thing as a Wii. They thought it was like basically what a One X was to a Xbox One, you know, like just an updated yeah. version. They're, and Nintendo was like, no, no, this is a new thing. Well, you named it Wii U, you know. <laughs> well, That's Xbox you named it Xbox One, and then you named it Xbox One X, and then you named it Xbox One S, <laughs> and now it's Xbox One Series X. No, they dropped the one. They made it a little simpler. <laughs> no. Oh, my apologies. No, see, the one isn't because there. Because Microsoft it's a new is thing. great at it. Yeah. No, it's it's bull. Yeah, it is. And now really I'm getting is. angry about it. <laughs> Don't get angry. I'm mad. Nothing well, you can do. <laughs> the only reason why I'm mad about it, to be perfectly honest, is just it's. They're a, they're a multi-billion dollar company, and this is the best they could do. Isn't it so weird when, like, you're 
like you're just an onlook like I mean, I feel the same way. You you look at this company, and obviously we follow a lot of stuff that they do and stuff. But when they make like a decision like this, you're just like, why'd you do that? I could have done the better. Like, obviously you'd make this. You know, it's just so, it, it is really weird why they, it just seems like a rookie mistake, you know? Like, I mean, like, yeah, that's really what it is. Because Nintendo had, you know, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color. Then they switched to the DS and 3DS. Then Wii and Wii U, and then now they're at the Switch. Yeah, I don't understand why, if they didn't want to do the numbering convention that PlayStation was doing, even though they started it with the one, even though it wasn't the first one, it was the third one, whatever. Hmm. Why didn't you just stick with Xbox Scarlet then? Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe they felt like that would limit them to needing to have a Scarlet-colored box or whatever, but then, all right, well, what about... <laughs> Xbox Scorpion. Have a little cool Scorpion design in, in the front. That would have been pretty boss. Or Scorpio, yeah. That's um Scorpio, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Project Scorpio edition of the One X. And let me tell you, it's Oof. it's the most Oh my uh, god, Luca. Was she fart? <laughs> no. She just collapsed into my desk and shook everything. Oh Jesus. Um <laughs> I have the uh, Project Scorpio edition of the One X, and let me tell you, it is the most underwhelming special edition of a console ever. It is literally an Xbox One X with little green font. It's maybe size size four font, and it just says. I'm so sorry. It just says Project Scorpio. Oh boy, I had to get it. I had to get it day one. But even in that situation, like if you were to say this is the Xbox Scorpio. And then the next one is, I don't know, Xbox Ursine. All right, well, at least that's a differentiation that people could understand. Yeah. You're not dealing think, with mouthful names. Well, it's like, I don't know. They they just come up with these random... I mean, they're not really random. I think if you look into the code names, there's, like, reasons behind them. But, like, the Series X, that code name was Scarlet. And the Series S, I believe, was Anaconda. So it's like if they stuck with those, like you want to buy the Scarlet or the Anaconda to play all my of your Anaconda Xbox games. Anaconda don't. Yeah. My Anaconda don't. Ugh. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got Game Pass, son. Oh, which all consoles? You're welcome. Do. <laughs> all consoles do. I'm gonna leave that in. They do. <laughs> oh no. Um, Everyone's gonna know I make songs when I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, it's like. I really don't know what else to say on this. That was just kind of a blunder. It's like Sony had, it's kind of like Microsoft's version of like uh, how Sony pre-orders went because overall, like, I mean, I was totally expecting pre-orders to be really hard to get, but at least Microsoft gate, like they said when they were going to go live and, and you know, people throughout the day, like our friend was able to get one just by watching the page all day and <laughs> that's still so sad when you say that well no he really wanted one and he, he you know he really wanted to pre-order it and he, he ended up being able to get it so people who really i am happy for him like people who really wanted to get it were able to do so like i was just casually looking throughout the day and a couple times i i refreshed the page and it said add to cart and i was like ooh, and i clicked add to cart and it said oh sorry it's out of stock and i was like okay it's not meant to be I'm just going to wait. And, uh, but like Sony's, whereas 
whereas Microsoft, you know, kind of let us know, but the demand was just crazy. Sony's was like a nightmare that just kind of blindsided everybody. But this was kind of like Microsoft's mess up here with the Xbox One X. Just people buying the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for anybody who even remotely thought that the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 were not going to sell out from their pre-orders, that's just... They must have never tried to get a pre-ordered item such as a console or a collector's edition of a game. Like, they're gonna sell out. It happens every time. Mm -hmm. G4, or not G4, uh, NVIDIA, uh, they came out and said, they made a statement because when they released the pre-orders for their RTX 3090 uh, graphics cards, same thing happened. But like, and, and this happens with console creators too. People write scripts with bots to just buy them, buy buy as soon as they go live, and that's scamming. And that, like that's how scalpers work. Um, that that ended up not being a big problem. They actually addressed that, but they came out and they were like, they issued like an apology, and all they said in the po- the apology over and over was like, we didn't know, we didn't know our uh, it was going to be such a high demand. We didn't know there were so many gamers out there who wanted to get this new graphic. It's like when when our pre-orders went live, we experienced 10 times more traffic on our sites. Like, how are you not? Oh, ex- my God. Like, no way. Like, how are Ten you not times? expecting that to happen? You know? Oh, my God. Your single server yeah. must have been in overdrive. That's crazy. What you have, like. A thousand people on your site at once. How many people are visiting the NVIDIA website? That's in what a I'm thinking. Day? Exactly. Like who really like and that's just NVIDIA. Like when's the last time you bought something like that directly from the manufacturer? It's not like people go to Microsoft.com to buy an Xbox, you know? People yeah, go to Amazon. Anything, GameStop, I go to Amazon. Plus buy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. So that that just didn't sit well. GameStop then, was sleazy though. Oh, yeah. I know they did something. If you could explain that. They, like, faked the queue lines or something? Yeah. they What they did was they tried to ease their server load by posting this uh, this fake thing that says, Hey, guys, don't refresh your page, because if you do, you're going to lose your spot in line. But meanwhile, the page auto-refreshes every 30 seconds. So they're just trying to stop people from spamming the refresh button to get in. Wow. So that was a, a pretty scummy thing that they did. <laughs> then again, I've been wanting GameStop to fail for like years now. They're absolute crap. Yeah. Even last night I saw um, someone posted a link to like the deal of the day on GameStop. And I was like, oh, check this out. And I, I saw some things and I was like, ooh, this ain't bad. This ain't bad. And I was like, oh, wait, it's GameStop. I don't even want to be here right now. And I just like literally killed my my impulse to buy things why did reggie go to gamestop i feel like he's just bored i don't know I, I, I don't <laughs> he's know. just bored he wanted a <laughs> challenge aka an impossible it's, task i'm not of gonna making gamestop him. good again yeah when gamestop fails i'm not gonna fault reggie one bit he i think it was like it's dying at all so if it if he goes on if he went on as a board member and it failed Whatever, no one was holding him accountable. But if if it succeeded, oh my God, Reggie, you're the man. You did it. But <laughs> you know, I still love Reggie. I want to. It's one of my goals in life to meet him. I thought you were about to say you want to marry him, and I was gonna be like, "Hey, sorry, too late, Reggie." <laughs> but uh, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. What else is going on? This is, uh, now things are kind of dying down. We're, uh, about a month and a half away from these new consoles launching and, you know, doesn't seem like, like, like I'm going to get one anytime soon. I want, I want the Series X, but I don't know what pre-orders are going to look like. Well, that's what I was going to ask you is now that we have the dates, we have the pricing, we know the specs already. When do you see yourself buying one of these new fancy boxes? Um, the PS5, not anytime soon. I, I, and that's not because I'm not as big of a fan as Sony. It's because at the end of this generation, I like really started getting into the exclusives. So my PS4 is going to keep me busy for a while. I'm going to play through Horizon. I want to play through Death Stranding, finish Ratchet and Clank. Like I have a ton of all the all the Uncharted games. Like I have a ton of PS4 games that I want to play. Um, I I want to get the the Series X as soon as I can. Uh, just because I want to, you know, I have my prod my my one X here, and it's God. It's just never going to get easier trying to navigate these names. I hate coming back to it, but just like trying to talk <laughs> about them. I have the old Xbox One X, and I, I I'd like to like to get rid of it and just replace it and just have like you know Game Pass and enjoy the console games and stuff. Because I've been playing a lot on PC and stuff, but I'm still a console gamer. Like I'm planning on getting. Valhalla, Cyberpunk, um, all of them for consoles, just because it's just easier for me. So the reason why I was asking is because those games that you just listed are all coming out to our current generation consoles. Yeah. And I know for PlayStation 5, they have Demon Souls. They're going to have Spider-Man, the Miles Morales version. Uh Ratchet and Clank, maybe? I don't know. I wasn't really focusing that much. So they're going to have at least those three, two, you know, whatever, games at launch. And Microsoft really isn't going to have any. So I guess my main question is, are you just going to get the Xbox Series X as soon as possible so you can get the most out of when you sell your... One X or like, what's the story behind that? Yeah, if I am gonna sell it, I want I want to cut the cost down a little bit. I mean, that's just my personal like, you know, uh, just making it a little easier to get and not have to drop a ton of money. But I also want the higher frame rates. You know, like I want I want to be able to play the those games in one twenty, you know, and stuff like that, and true four K. Uh, I'm excited to see how fast it is. I mean, it's being able to go from one game to another in like a couple seconds seems going seems like it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, even playing on PC, you still have to close out the game and, and load up another one. It's not fast, and I'm limited to what what I have in my PC right now. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I I want to upgrade my PC and everything, but I think it's just easier when you're when I'm already accustomed to playing on a console just to mm-hmm. drop the money and and get a full a new full system, you know. Oh, I don't fault you when it comes to PC or anything like that. I've been playing more with my seat, my PC, just because I love it so much. Yeah, you have a very good, very good computer. <laughs> it's, it's such a good computer. But I also still enjoy playing the games that I get through the Xbox <laughs> Ultimate Game Pass because I still like getting those achievements. I passed 6,000 this month. I, I am proud God. of myself. You 
and you only really started getting achievements like in the last maybe two years. I swear to God, if you were on Xbox as long as I have been, you'd you'd be so far ahead of me. Your your ability to get achievements is nuts. I really enjoy collecting numbers. That probably sounds really stupid to a lot of people because I know a lot of people make fun of those who collect trophies or achievements and things like that. But I really do like the satisfaction of getting them. Yeah. And having that little notification pop up because it just kind of feels like the game is telling me I'm doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, I when it always came to trophies and achievements, I always gravitated more towards achievements just because of the the numerical value. Like you could always say like, well, I have, you know, a hundred platinum trophies and that's really, that's really cool. It's just next to my name on Xbox. It says like a hundred and whatever, 50,000, you know, it's just, I love seeing that number go up. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I like seeing that I have 300, no, what is it? 3,843 trophies. I'm like, yay. Yeah. But I do like logging into Xbox and seeing the little number next to it because I can also then just go, yay. Yeah, just yays all around. Yeah, it's just, once again, it's just a it's nice a little cool thing that I enjoy. I really wish yeah. Nintendo did something like that. Like, they have weird things in their games. Like, Nintendo always has to be a little different. Like, I played through Luigi's Mansion a couple months ago, and... I realize, like, I would do something and a little thing would pop up. And I was like, oh, you you caught five boos or something like that. And I was like, what is that? And I couldn't even find it in the game. I was like, this <laughs> game has, like, achievements inside of it that don't mean anything. And it's like, it'd be so cool if they had some kind of system like that. Yeah, like, yeah. once again, I know there are people that just think it's really stupid and that you should just play the game for playing the game. But achievements and trophies make me want to go back and revisit those games so I can get those achievements or trophies or whatever because I can play through the game once how I would typically play and probably miss out on a bunch of stuff. But if I'm purposely going after achievements, that's a new goal that I have and a new reason to play that game. Yeah, it increases replayability like insane amounts. I wouldn't have played Dishonored I remember I can't remember if it was Dishonored one or two, but I played that game a ton to get the achievements. Like 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 you said, like ways I would not play it. I did stealth runs and things like that, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I won't lie, for Dishonored two, I probably played that more than I typically would have if achievements and trophies weren't there, because in Dishonored two, as I think anybody who knows about it can uh, attest to. You can play as Emily Caldwin, or you could play as Corvo Atano. And typically, when I have the choice, I'm always going to play as the chick. Mm-hmm. But this gave me a reason to first play as Emily, as I typically would, where I try to be super sneaky and not kill anyone as a challenge. And then I went through and I played again as Corvo, and I just went through and just killed everybody and everything. Because... Yeah. It, there was a reason to do it. There was a reason to explore these two stories. I think I did it kind of in reverse where um, I picked Corvo because you could only play as Corvo in the first game and I kind of wanted to continue his story. And then I did like stealthily or as stealthy as I could. And then I played through as Emily and I just I knew the paths. I knew what I had to do in every level and I just blasted through it in like two days. 
<laughs> so I I did the stealth run as Emily because her powers I believe are better synced for stealth runs. That's absolutely true. I remember that. Um uh I don't think I was smart enough with that game to put that together though. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Um That's okay. You can play any way that you want. Because that's the beauty of games. You can literally do whatever. And for the ones that are too hardcore for me, that's why I just don't play them. Like Sekiro. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I stopped selling games in high school because I sold all of my like PS2 and GameCube games when I was a dumb kid. And I lost so many good games. Not only that, but they would be so valuable right now. Um, Especially from GameCube. So I stopped doing that with the 360, and now I have this huge collection of physical games, which is kind of funny because in the last generation, we really switched over to digital. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I bought Sekiro, and I played it. And I probably said this in the past podcast, but I played it for probably a week, and I was like, nope, selling it, and I sold it. And I was like, mm-hmm. not, not doing that. That game made me so mad. <laughs> I can't stand it because, like, I – I play Dark Souls. I play Dark Souls and I loved Bloodborne, but you could always pick how you took on situations in those games. Like mm-hmm. if you wanted to go in with the focus on defense and hitting hard, you could do that. You could focus on parrying, you could do magic or whatever. In Sekiro, I remember it was literally there was it was like a almost like a rhythm game where you had to see how the boss moved and then you would attack. And once you found that rhythm, it was easy. But I hate the fact that that meant you could only really play it one way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So we were able to fill up a pretty, pretty good episode. I was, I was actually a little worried. Um, not to, yeah, I talked about a lot of stuff I didn't like. I feel really bad. Everyone's <laughs> going right. to swear that I'm the negative Nancy. No, no, we just have strong opinions on things. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, while we wrap it up, we'll go into uh, what else we've been playing this week. So have you been playing any other games? I have. I was playing Dishonored 2, doing a quick Corvo run on the Game Pass because it is leaving soon. And I really do like Dishonored 2. And then I picked up Yakuza 0 because I've never really played any of the Yakuza games, but I heard phenomenal things about them. So I wanted to give them a shot. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a couple Yakuza games on Game Pass, like Kiwami or something and Kiwami 2. Maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah, um, there's yeah, a few I, of them. I've heard, I've heard a ton of awesome things about those games. But yeah, um, I've only been playing Mario 3D World, or three, not Mario 3D World, um, Mario 3D All-Stars on the Switch, um, which is something else. you hoped it would be. I... Not really. I mean, it's not really what I was hoping it would be. It's It really hit my expectations, but my expectations weren't really anything because it's just Nintendo, and I was like, of course I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play through these Mario games. Um, <laughs> it's really cool because the only one that I've ever fully beaten was Galaxy, and I'm playing them in order, so I, I beat Super Mario 64, and that was the first time I ever beat it. And I played a lot of Sunshine, but... Um, I never I feel like I never got anywhere when I played it as a kid. So now I'm I'm I beat 64, started Sunshine the same night and I'm just like blasting through like I'm not moving on until I get every star shine or shine sprite in every level and 
Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I think uh, Sunshine looks great on the Switch because it it has the 16 by 9 resolution where it was 4.3 on the uh, GameCube. So it's really cool seeing it wide and everything. But, I mean, it came out when or this it it leaked and information came out that they were basically just using emulators. They didn't do anything to upgrade these games. They just they threw the ROMs on a cartridge and and uploaded the soundtracks like the menu for the game is literally you pick what game you want to play and if you go further, you could listen to the soundtrack for 64, the soundtrack for Sunshine and the soundtrack for Galaxy and it's like I mean that's a nice feature and everything, but I really I I I much would have rather Nintendo took the time to like up the resolutions or like did a remake of 64. That would have been really cool. I wouldn't have mind playing a remake of 64 as the first time I ever fully played through that game. Um, it just kind of seems like, like we've talked about in the past, Nintendo just, they're the masters of, of repackaging their stuff and selling it. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. to be fair, you still bought it. Oh yeah, I did. I absolutely, and I don't regret it. I'm having a ton of fun with it. One thing I'm I'm really annoyed at, and it's going to sound petty and, and dumb and stuff, but it was just kind of like a, a principal thing, was they made this big announcement on the, um, I think it was the Mario 35th anniversary direct and everything when they announced the game. And they said, uh, go to this website, go to my tent, my Nintendo, finish these missions, which the missions were like, download this wallpaper or listen to a song and stuff and then the last one was buy the game and i've we've talked about this before and i was like oh i can't wait to you know the game comes out because I, I have all these missions done because if you do all these missions you you're able to get a collectible pin set and again it sounds so stupid but in years and years ago when the nintendo rewards program was out for like the wii and stuff they had physical collectible things and i'm a collector and i got like you know, the 25th anniversary, like, pin set, it's this big box. I have, like, a sealed soundtrack for, like, Super Mario Bros. Or not Super Mario Bros., Super Smash Bros. Wii U or something like that. And uh, I think it's Wii U. It's either Wii U or Brawl. But, like, I just thought it would be really cool to get that again, and I was really excited about it. I did everything, got the game, went to the site, and it was like, okay, cool, we're going to email you um, with a link to get your collectible pin and i was like sick all right bet and then uh, <laughs> bet. Just, bet and uh i hate love that word but that's neither here nor there um i waited for the email it said it could take 48 hours i waited i waited nothing came up i went to the site and it was like no sorry they're gone and i was like well that kind of sucks so i like <laughs> literally went out of my way to do a text chat with nintendo and i was like hey what's going on i mean i did all the things i was wondering like how come you guys didn't email me and they were like, oh, we're sorry. They're, uh, you know, uh, like lots of people didn't get them. I didn't get my pin. And I was like, this okay. isn't about you. Yeah. And I was like, OK. And I know that this is petty and everything, but I just kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I just wanted them. I did all the things you, you said I would get it. And and they were like, oh, well, it only it, the pins only went out to the people who did the missions the fastest. And I was like, dog, I had all the missions done day one and I bought the game when it came out. How fast could how fast did you want me to do this? You know, faster. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it stung a little bit. It's it's stupid saying out loud, but it's just like one of those things, you know, where you're like, come on, man. 
Come on. Really grinds your gears. It just goes to it. It goes with the whole other Nintendo thing of like not having enough, you know, like mm-hmm. not not having enough consoles, not having enough amiibo for demand, just not not meeting demand. But it is what it is. I mean, the game is I'm ha- like I said, I'm having fun with it. I wish there was a little more. I wish it was touched up, you know, maybe like a little more effort went into it. But it's nice to play those games again. I mean, and f- and fully, you know, I've played all of them, but I never beat the first two. I went on a tangent there about Mario. That's my Nintendo, Nintendo rant for the week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up there, guys. If, uh, if you want to check us out on social media, uh, that would be amazing. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all at Till Death Do We Play. Um, uh, we're trying to get back into streaming. We're going to be, I, I, I'm planning on streaming on Twitch and Facebook in the future, uh, on our, on our pages. Um, yeah, looking, looking forward to it. Uh, Allie, why don't you tell people where they can listen to us? Listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcast, Stitcher, I heart radio, I think is another one of them. Pretty much wherever you go so. to listen to your, <laughs> whatever, pretty much whatever you do. Uh, wherever you go to listen to podcasts, we are there skulking in the corner waiting for you to say (laughs) hi. Yeah. Like kittens or better yet puppies in a cardboard box that just want to be let in. Yeah. Please don't leave us out in the rain. Shout out to the uh, person from Australia who listened. I saw that and I was like, oh, all right. Did you just make fun of their accent? No, no, it sounded like it, but I didn't. I love the Australian accent. Sure, because I will. When I had when I had an iPhone, my Siri was Australian, and I made my Google Assistant as Australian as 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 they allowed me to. I love the Australian accent. I did not make fun of it there. Oh, so you're fetishizing the accent, Allie? What? (laughs) We got to wrap up. (laughs) I got to edit this thing. All right, we should go back to your. uh, Any last words? (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, I was in the middle of giving them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um Oh, um I think we should we should say this because it's we're planning on having it up in the beginning of October, right? About the site? Yeah. Uh but yeah, we're making a website. Uh it's going to have like articles, reviews, our videos are going to be there. You're going to be able to find all of our latest podcasts. Um, we have some big plans for adding some cool new things to it. We're going to have like little little features, games of the month and stuff like that. Uh, really looking forward to launching that. And and uh, it should be out by by the next episode. So be, be on the lookout. Yeah. It's going to be tilldeathdoweplay.com. Um, we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. Uh, so, Allie, now that we are got all that out of the way, do you have any actual last words? Um... If you're a Nintendo fanboy, you're just going to be eating a whole lot of the same thing over and over again. That stings, but it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. (laughs) I'm going to have to go reflect now. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.